Hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. So to our listeners, our brainiacs, we yeah. need to apologize because <laughs> Maddie do. was having so much fucking fun this weekend that we just forgot that we owed you an episode on Monday. Yes. But nothing really happened yes. anyway. The BBQs would have just been, I think, us grasping. Yeah, grasping at straws, truly. No, nothing um, happened, so it's fine. There was out. one thing that I thought was actually interesting this week about the whole DC stuff, but... We can talk about that next week for next BBQ. Yeah. It's basically like all this shit is going down with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which is like everybody's like favorite person in the world. And apparently all this dirt is coming up now because the DC is re-pivoting, if you will, with what they want to do with that comic book world. Um, and so all this dirt is coming out and some people are coming out being anti-Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He was always this one celebrity I thought that would like never be canceled or never be hated on, but here mm-hmm. we are. But I didn't hear about any of this. So you're going to have to send me some articles so I can do some oh, research. Um, and then, yes, we will We will definitely welcome back to you on that. We'll circle back. Um, but today, we have the final recap of Harry and Meghan or Meghan and Harry. It's called Harry and Meghan, right? Harry and Meghan, yeah. The docu-series. <laughs> And I'm not sure where we want to start. Um, why don't you I took, start? Yeah, I took so <laughs> many notes. Um, so many, so many fucking notes. Um, I will also say just general thoughts on this. I actually like the second part a lot more than I like the first part. I will also say, because I know you said this last week when we were filming about our thoughts in part one, where you were like, Mads, you may be... Um, What's the, the worst judge of character? No, I'm joking. <laughs> wow. You're, no, you're not a bad judge of character. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I've said no, that to so many people who have texted me that you, they love yes. Megan. Okay. <laughs> um, no, there was the, what was it that you were saying um, that I was, oh my God, I'm, I'm blinking out on the terminology. Like when you psychologically are kind of imprinting uh, on someone else's experience. Projecting. Projecting. There we go. Sorry. I love that. Like I was still weirdly eloquent about explaining what that word is yeah. without knowing what that word was. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate it. Projecting. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I said to her. I was like, I feel like I said a lot last week. So. <laughs> I will say though, um, I, I feel like a lot of my own personal experience, I could relate to what she was going through in the mm-hmm. second part. Um, as some of our listeners know, I have had a little bit of like, you know, dicey, diciness with um, Pierre's family. Uh, also, just like the sister-in-law, not sister-in-law, the stepsister. Stepsister. My relationship with my stepsister and stepbrother. So like there were some things that I saw that I was like, oh, like I get her because I've been in those shoes somewhat. Um, so I thought that was interesting. 
so I'm definitely still, I felt like I'm more pro Megan after the second part versus the first part. The first part I was like, oh, I don't really like this. Second part I was like, okay. I actually, like, I felt it was more genuine, more um, emotional, more... Um, there was definitely a lot of stuff that I was like, we definitely don't need this. Like, this is very much like, to your point, a love letter to Megan. Uh, mm-hmm. But a lot of other parts, I felt like I was getting some of that genuine emotion and transparency and honesty from them that I had been missing from the first part. Okay. I, okay. I feel like, first of all, I was bored to tears. Bored to tears. I I really struggled to get through it. I, yeah, it was, I think though a lot of it was stuff we already knew, right? We've seen all the articles. We, you know, knew about the lawsuit, you know, whatever. I will say that Mm -hmm. seeing all of the hate and vitriol that she received... Like yeah. in that context, I maybe just like all like bombarding me at once. Mm-hmm. I 100% feel for her in the yeah. way that she was treated, right? Yeah. I'm not saying that I think any of that is right. And I think that the, you know, the British media, I think that they were vultures. I think it was so fucked up. I think, you know, good for her for pressing charges or, or suing or whatever it was um, for taking legal action against the Daily Mail. Because to her point, you don't do that. If you let them do that, when will they stop, right? You have to draw the line. And I oh, agree with 100%. that. Yeah. I also agree that Harry... Like, I don't think that she was like, we got to go. Yeah. Which I, by the way, I never said that I thought that she was the mastermind behind that. I, I just... Like I said, the 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 problem, and and I loved uh, I loved them up until this point. What yeah. my issue I take issue with is the way it seemingly went down. Whatever it's a he said she said game at this point. I yeah. don't like the victim mentality. I don't think that like again the whole the whole docu series. You cannot argue this is literally just. Wow, 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 they did this, they did that. Like she's just, and, and I'm not saying she was like there was anything to be wrong about, but I just feel like mm-hmm. she's so defensive and it's just like, wow, 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 me, like me, me, me. And it's like, girl, but you also did you you gained a lot from the situation. And I just that annoys me. Um, mm-hmm. I do not like the fact that they you know, the the whole thing is about a, their war with the media and now they are literally putting their putting their hands into every type of media platform possible. And I just like, I just, I, I don't think that she's legitimate. I also, for the record, think that they're the most boring couple on the planet. And like, if there's a couple I don't want to see have sex, it's them. They're so boring. Like, oh, age. <laughs> like, they're, they're just like, they're so, ugh, they're so, like, I, 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 really I don't see their chemistry. I want to psychoanalyze the reasons why you have such a disdain for them. <laughs> I just, I, I want to get to like the core of it. Like, where is this coming from? Um, so I, I have a couple of thoughts. Okay. I thought that it was interesting what they said about how, 
um, a, there was sort of like a parallel with Diana. Cause like once the Royal family saw how popular Diana was becoming with the press, there was sort of like this, not hatred, but sort of this feeling of being threatened that a commoner mm-hmm. who kind of came into the family all of a sudden is doing much better in the polls of popularity. Um, and I mean, was there truth to that? I have no fucking idea because I wasn't, you know, cataloging what sentiment was throughout her reign, if you will, mm-hmm. as the Duchess. But I will say, um, I, if it were true, the difference in coverage, like A, how petty is that of the royal family? Also, the other thing that really pissed me off, the biggest story was the cookbook story. Did you hear about this or did you, do you remember this from the docuseries? Remind me. I I remember the whole scene. Yeah. There there was that fire at Mm -hmm. one of those, that, that building that apparently had been like a big whole thing that, you know, apparently the politicians hadn't done anything about it, making sure that the building was up to code and it's primarily immigrant families that were living there. And she actually went down to the mosque and this is probably why it tugged at my heartstrings and why I like her a lot more is because like as a woman of color, also a woman who grew up Muslim, like seeing her coming down and really being with the community and seeing the good, like she's fucking smart. She was like, I see you all cooking together in this community way to help one another after fire. How about we do a cookbook, right? And and try to create Mm -hmm. sort of like a philanthropy around this to get money to help fundraise so that you all can find a place. You know what I mean? Um, I really didn't like that the media and the institution allowed for that to get skewed later on where apparently all of a sudden the media started or the tabloids were saying that like, oh, there's connections to like terrorists and ISIS and all these other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like that to me was just like exceptionally disgusting. And the fact is, is that the institution will do nothing to speak out against the media. And what I learned the most about this whole docuseries is that the institution wants to stay as is and doesn't really want to adapt with the times. Like that's what I feel is happening where they're holding on to tradition so much so that it is really negatively impacting them. Yeah. And I, I, I don't disagree with that. And, and yes, now I I do remember, um, they had one of the, one of the women, Mm -hmm. they were interviewing her and she was, you know, she was talking about how she was like, I saw my face. And then, you know, they mentioned ISIS and yeah, I mean that, that was just horrible. And, and that's why I said, right. Like, in, in this context when I was like, oh my God, they, they really will fucking try anything that they can, right? That mm-hmm. was very, very clear. And I, I'm not saying it, that that's just ridiculous. Um, I, I just, like, I just can't get over her obsession with mm-hmm. herself. And it really, really, it just irritates me. It's so funny because I was watching this and I was like, wow, I really hope that like this lands with Alina. Cause I feel like no. maybe she'll have like a come to Jesus moment during the, <laughs> during our, during our recording, because I really felt like this second part of the docuseries really humanized her. Like I can move past all of like the self gloating and the being <sighs> prideful in a lot of ways no. or full of oneself <laughs> and like actually listen to the story itself. Um, but I, I was really hoping that there would be a change in tune with you today, but I guess not. Well, you mean Can there I is a change a in question? tune. There is a change in tune. I'm saying that I, I don't disagree with a lot of that. I think yeah. that, you know, the, the, I also think to your point, I don't think that the Royal family necessarily wants to change either. And I think, I think Harry, yeah. he hit the nail on the head when he said like the institution, they missed out on such an opportunity they did. with her mm-hmm. for so yeah. many reasons. Right. Because yeah. 
you know, of the Commonwealth being made up predominantly of minorities and having a minority in the family and, you know, all all of the above and just being able to appeal to people and she, people liked her, she, or like her, I don't know. She's likable. Um, she was, again, I don't understand how people find her relatable because I don't think she's relatable, but whatever people find her relatable, people see themselves in her. And, and, and I agree that they really should have, I think that if they were smart, they would have embraced that. Oh, 100%. Um, I also think it's really annoying how she constantly fucking, or they, sorry, not just her, but the constant comparisons to Diana. Yeah. But like, I understand why they're, but I I I understand why they're doing it because like he feels so much that he's his mom's son. You know what I mean? That he's Diana's son and that like he's breaking a generational curse of like, look at what happened to my mom. And this is, he's so traumatized by what happened with his mom. His whole life is colored with it. You know what I mean? Where he's drawing these parallels and being Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, this could have happened because that's the, that's what I experienced and what I Mm -hmm. saw with my mother. And therefore I need to stop it by doing X, Y, and Z. Um, so I know why they're doing it, but yeah, I can see why people would be like, oh dude, like, let's move on here. This is your story now. It's not your mom's. Exactly. Like I think that they need to, but I feel like they're using that for that, I mean, he's fucked. Like this, this guy, the amount of therapy that he needs, Jesus. Um, yeah. But I, I, I also think that it is to appeal to people as well. I oh, think yeah, that there is Diana. a yeah, but there's like an agenda there, and I'm like, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. Um, no, I, yeah. sure. I, I, just, I think they're so boring. I have no interest in them. <laughs> Okay. Well, can I ask you a couple of questions then? Because I was like, Ooh, this will be like good fodder for us to get through. Um, do you think Harry and Megan, cause I know this was like a whole debacle. were selfish about the baby photos about not following tradition. That was another thing that I was like, that's fucking stupid. Right. That that is stupid. She didn't give birth at that hospital. That was so bizarre too, that they had to make such a big deal. Like that's been the tradition that a woman after giving pregnant, like after giving birth, Right, like going through a very difficult thing, and then within what twenty four hours of having given birth, she has to like go out and parade around with her fucking child. Mm-hmm. That's such a bizarre tradition. Um, okay, I have another question for you. Uh, so when he basically said, you know, like I'm done, let's figure out like a middle zone of like how we can make this work, where we're still mm-hmm. doing a service, but we are going to try to become financially independent so that we're not taking taxpayers' dollars, which mm-hmm. I actually was like, okay, this is admirable. We're finally getting a little bit more insight into that. Um, and his dad said, write it for me, like put it in writing. And then it got leaked. Do you think it was his dad that did that? I don't really have an opinion. I, I like I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. And if if it wasn't him, I'm sure it was someone in his office that had like the ability, you know, access so to that. Crazy to me though that like people in that office are just leaking shit left and right. I think with well, the, I mean, <laughs> the relationship that they have with the press, like this is well, I guess it's kind of toxic and sick. I know. I was gonna say, you know, there are some companies that are like that too, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. I just yeah, but, thought but, it was so strange because the, the rhetoric after that was that like, oh, Harry surprised his grandmother and is like shamefully saying these things um, because then they responded on their Instagram due to the leak that I'm a hundred percent sure his dad 
fucking released. Because what I thought was interesting is that it seemed that every time that they were going to have a plan, whether it was New Zealand, South Africa, Canada, it kept getting leaked so that it had to, they had to put the kibosh oh, on it. Of course it comes from, it's internal. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I, I think his family what? was trying to control him. I think that's what it was. They didn't want him to leave or they didn't want him to like adapt. They didn't want to like have to deal with any of that. And I think that's, that's why it was leaked because they thought like, oh, we could put the kibosh on this again. I don't understand that why you have to put the kibosh on it. People were going to eventually find out that they were moving there or living there. Yes. Why did it need to be? I feel like that they, because that was also around the time that they were still talking and trying to find a middle zone of like what Harry and Meghan would be within the royal family or for the Commonwealth, how they would operate. Sure. But again, I, I still feel like if there was an intention to go forward with any of those plans, like they could have just done it anyway. So I'm, I'm not necessarily like contradicting what you're saying. I'm just saying, I don't necessarily think that just because it got leaked is why it got kiboshed. Well, Harry did say that a lot of times when these things get leaked, like during one of his like interviews, he was saying that when these things get leaked nine out of 10, nine out of 10 times, it's not going to move forward because at that point the public has given their feedback or input on it. Um, and therefore you have to put a kibosh on it. And that was I mean, like, sure. oh, interesting. Those are gross. Um, the financial control piece was also interesting that his dad was using my, I don't know, for me that like really triggered the shit out of me. I mean, of course his dad was using money to control him. Yeah. yeah. You don't make money on your own. Yeah. What, I, don't, I, I, like, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just interesting to me that like no one wanted to be supportive of his plan. Like I, all of this would have been resolved in my opinion if they had just given them like a middle zone of like, okay, you go off, make your own money. You can still do like charity and philanthropy and shit for the Commonwealth, but like you're not financially secured mm -hmm. by us anymore. That would have been totally fine. But instead, I feel like it just turned into this like, we need to still have control over you game. And well, then Harry was just like, fuck this and exploded, right? Like they weren't coming to a middle zone. It was just my way or the highway kind of thing. Okay, well, we know that the royal family... They they want to control the narrative, right? As much as they possibly can, or they want to have a say in it. And I also, mm -hmm. I'm going to throw something out there. What if it really didn't necessarily, like it wasn't just about Megan. What if it was like, hey, Harry, you've gotten us into a lot of like PR shit in the past. Maybe we don't trust yeah. you out on your own. Could be. And look what Could happened, be. right? You let him out on his own and look what's happening. So 100%. kind of like... Yeah. He's not really to be trusted as a like mature member of the family. Look, it's not just her. I'm saying I, I don't, I think that the way that shit went down, whatever, I, I don't know all of the intimate details and we're getting half the story. You know, I think that yeah. there's your side, my side, and then the truth in the middle. But, and, and again, there was no, again, my, my problem is no accountability. If they had said, we weren't cut out for it or whatever. Maybe they were cut out for it. Or I, I just, I just feel like what, what could you, what do you think you could have done maybe a little bit better? What do you think? Like, it just feels so accusatory that yeah. I'm like, okay, you got to have a little bit of self-reflection, my friend, as yeah. you're now just dragging them through the mud. Uh, but rightfully fucking so though. 
yes, I but again, but there's no fucking accountability. That's my problem. It so is literally my, just okay, you, so my question you, for you, 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 you. So my question for you, what would that accountability look like where you would be like, okay, I respect Harry and Megan. What would well, that look I, like? First of all, I told you, drop the fucking titles. You hate them. They ruined your life. You, you know, whatever. Drop the well, fucking they didn't titles. Say that they hate them. They didn't say that they ruined their life. They just said that they what? made things Okay, that's, that, that's me being dramatic, obviously. But okay. look, okay, if you, if you feel so strongly about someone, your family, a group of people, to mm-hmm. create a documentary that is, that is outlining all of the evidence about all of the, their wrongdoings against you. Mm-hmm. Again, just so stop using the titles that were given to you by them. That's number one. And then I, yeah, again, I, I just, I, I just don't, I just feel like if they would have, I, I don't know what the accountability is. I just wish that they would have like, <coughs> excuse me. I wish that they would have just acknowledged something like there has to be like, maybe he got heated and yelled back at William when William was yelling at him. Yeah, you know, just but no, of course not because they're saints and they're so surprised and they were blindsided and they waited for Megan to leave before they had the meeting about her. Like, the, do you see what I'm saying? Like, just just a little something. Like, we got into a huge argument, and I feel like yeah. I would appreciate it, and I would be able to like. It's not that I don't believe it, but it would be that much more credible to me. Got that, it. That like everything there was, equal, was on some the- fault on their end too of like, so I, I guess what I'm hearing from you is it would have landed better with you if say they were like, okay, well, it felt like the royal family wasn't willing to come to the table and meet us in the halfway point. And because of what was happening from a control standpoint, we basically said, fuck it and decided not to come back to the table and just do our own yeah. thing. And we take accountability for that. So that's what you're, well, that's essentially what you're saying is like, you just wish that they were like more real on that part. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, but the way that I I feel like the entire thing was again, just pointing fingers, pointing fingers, pointing fingers. There was never, you know, they were so innocent in the whole thing. And she always just tried to, she even wore muted colors the whole time because she just tried to blend into the background. And, you know, again, like there was never like, you know what? I wanted to say fuck you to you guys. And I wanted to ruin your photos. Like just some, just some, thing like just act human if they would act human i think that the whole thing would have landed better they're not human so in the last episode there was a part where i saw her crying and she was essentially saying like she wasn't good enough no matter what she did no matter what how much she tried like she felt like she really failed like she wasn't good enough she couldn't show up the way that the royal family wanted her to show up they wouldn't even accept her doing this and that i feel like her biggest trigger her biggest insecurity is not being good enough um and i feel like that's partially why the documentary was framed the way that it was and like you know she is a daughter of divorce and there's a lot of like psychology potentially around that and a lot of psychology around like how people who you know like those who like don't feel good enough like how like what their lens of the world is like for them and I have a feeling that that's why this documentary came out the way that it did of like here's all the ways that she did things right all the ways that she showed up all the ways that she tried to be good enough and yet it wasn't enough yeah, and I, I mean, think that that was intentional because that's 
how she psychologically sees the world, right? And how she's navigated the world with her own traumas. That's that's what I got out of it, but I I, I don't so, know. No. So I I felt for her. I felt awful, you know, when she was talking about how she wanted to hurt herself and and like I I don't wish harm on her. I just want her to like be a normal fucking person. Be and real. again, what you're yeah, saying. like she's so holier than thou, and that's what really bothers me. And it's like, girl. Didn't you feel though, I felt like with this second part of the docuseries that there was a lot more emotion there, you know, when she was talking about being a mother and when she was talking about, you know, like I said, the, the not being good enough thing when they were done kind of doing their final tour, like how she got on the plane and she she basically was just like crying of like how she just, she wasn't enough. Like I felt more in tune with her as a person outside of the first part of the docuseries because I felt like she was allowing us to see her from a, a more emotional space. Well, I think she's robotic in general. I think she, like, I think she'd be a great politician. She's super, like, she's, like I said, she's really smart. She's really polished. I think that she'd yeah. be a great activist. Mm-hmm. I think, though, her personality is super jarring in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, Like I said, yes, I felt for her in all of those things. You know, I, I felt for her when they talked about the, you know, how the reporter was the first person to ask her, are you okay? You don't seem okay. Like things like that. I'm, yeah. I'm not a monster. Like, Jesus, I'm a bitch. I'm not fucking awful. I'm not vicious. Like I, I fell for the girl in those, in those moments, but yeah. I still feel like I still just, I just don't think that she's authentic. And that for me makes me call into question all of the, just again, like the credibility of the very serious accusations and things that she's throwing around. And I'm not saying that I don't think that they did these things. I just think like, you know. So I think it's more of like how we both define authenticity. Because I think for me, I got it, but it sounds like you were just like, I wasn't satisfied with She's she's also an actress. Like, let's be real. She's an actress guy. Was she a good (laughs) actress? No, but I don't, but I don't know. I never watched Suits, so I, I have know. no fucking idea. <laughs> I mean, no, she wasn't, she wasn't a great actress, but but okay. Here's the thing, right? Like, I just feel like in the documentary and all of the things we see, and I know a lot of it, you know, is very staged. It's very mm-hmm. scripted. But the way that she's always just like, she just has this like. I, mean, I don't I know. Kind of wonder. Mm-hmm. I I actually wonder. The more that I hear you talk about this, like I sometimes wonder, like how would I appear in a documentary about my my life? Like if I were in her shoes, like how would I be perceived? Because I know that I have lots of RBF. I know that I've you know I'm not the most. I I rub people the wrong way sometimes. Like I just. I wonder, like, don't you ever wonder about yourself too? Like, how would you be perceived by others in a forum like that where you think you're coming off authentically, but like people just, it doesn't vibe. Like people just don't see it through a screen. People just don't understand it as the story is being told. Maybe, but I also feel like, I, I also think if you have a particular agenda, then you should do your best. And to to tell that narrative in that way, mm-hmm. whereas the narrative I got was <laughs> she's pretty boring. She just seems really like disengaged mm-hmm. and she's really boring. 
And oh, oh, and then I was just making fun of her. She's like, she has that like that awkward, like kind of like fake, no teeth smile. And then the only time she really smiles is when she looks at Harry and she's like, oh my God, H, remember our wedding song? And then she like tries to sing the song, you know, like, the, and that's thing, right? I feel like there's two different Megans right there. Fair enough. Okay. And so for me, it's like, what show are you putting on for us and why? Like, what the fuck is the point? You've yeah. made a whole hoopla about this shit coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then, and then I was saying that, I don't know if you heard this. She also came out and said, you know, it's our story. I I wouldn't have told it that way. Which is interesting because I think she's an executive producer, so pretty sure she had a fucking say in how it was told. Hmm. Um, I will say one last thing before we have to kick off of here is I wanted to get your thoughts on the witness report that came out of Prince William's um, team. Wait, which one? The So at the end of the last episode, we find out that um, as this whole thing is happening with the Daily Mail in court, that someone from William's team, his communications office, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, decided to move forward with like a witness report uh, talking about how um, Megan, essentially the letter that she wrote had been shared with like the teams in advance and stuff. And that therefore it's not something that was considered to be private and therefore was fine to be in the daily mail. Um, and this person basically had decided to submit this on their own accord and it came from Prince William's office. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, I feel like once again, just just gonna put this out there. Oh, it was Charles and and the Queen's idea for me to write this letter. Like I'm sure it was, but again, it's just like it, it's pointing fingers, pointing fingers, pointing fingers. Just want to put that out there, right? Like no, she's saying that like the, the reason why this letter came to be is because it was supposed to be sort of like a this and that. She still said yeah. that she wrote the letter. You know what no, I mean? I know. Like, it's not like I, she's like, oh, they wrote it. You know what I mean? I like, know, but, giving but I felt like I felt like she was like, again, like, they made me do it, you know? Girl, I'm anyway. asking you about feedback okay, fine. on Prince William in this situation, okay, not her in a letter. Just fine. Uh, I, think, I think that there are a lot of people in the palace that don't like her, and I think that they probably wanted to spite the shit out of her. Whether or not that that was actually shared amongst people, I don't know. Do I think that it's fucked up that it was printed? Yeah. I also don't know why people give a fuck what she wrote to her dad. Like, I want to hear about the drama, but I don't need to read the intimate details. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I love that you are like, like literally jumping through hoops just so that you don't have to say anything about Prince William. Like you don't no, think he I don't, has I don't any care piece about of responsibility him. for this whatsoever. No, I didn't say that. I'm saying I think that people don't like her. And have a problem okay. with them. And so I'm sure they did like leak it or whatever. And I, I, I'm saying I think that that's not okay that they're coming out and saying it. Ha- we have a right to share that because I don't agree with that. So do you think that Prince William had a handle on that? 
Because it sounds like, based on what Harry is saying, the allegations he's making in the docuseries, is that William was uh, trading, or his office was trading stories in order to get like other bad stories about other members of the royal family and himself and Kate and the kids, whatever it is, um, out of the press by trading stories about. Oh, Megan. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. I just. I'm sure I feel like. I feel like the relationship is fried now to the point where neither can trust one another. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this document, just to end my thoughts here, I think the docuseries was a well-positioned opening of the can of worms that the institution was trying to keep sealed. Um, And rightfully so. And even though, some of it might may be perceived as petty. I think that it's pettiness that's well-deserved. I also think the institution should no longer exist. Um, but you <laughs> already know. know my feelings on that. So, Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that they both have traumas. I think Prince William, is, there is probably a level of like head in a different space than we can even understand because he's been groomed since the day he's been born, he will be king 100%. one day, blah, blah, blah. Is that right? No. But is it a fact? I would say so. I think Kate is also a fucking robot. I think they're all robots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they like have the ability to think for themselves. I I think it's very sad. Do I think that he do I think that he's like that smart that he can be that like malicious? I'm not sure. I don't like you don't I don't see him speak very often. I feel like you just see pictures but like, of if him. If you're part of a family that knows how to play this game and you've been indoctrinated in that system from a very early age and mm-hmm. you've seen how everything plays out on the back end, I would assume that he at least has the muscle memory and wherewithal to know how to play this game. Maybe. I mean, you have to remember they were not nice to Kate when they first started dating. Remember Weighty Katie and all that shit? So I think he's also been through it. And so he probably does have like different relationships and whatnot and and, and the willingness. It's very different. Like when he was dating Kate versus after they got married, the rhetoric changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. The thing is, is it didn't change for Megan and they decided to use Megan as a pawn. That's what I feel like they did. But just my two cents. I think it did change. Oh, in the opposite direction. People loved Megan at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait, no, it definitely did change. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I, sure. Do I think that, I I think somebody, whether it was him or Mm -hmm. somebody on his team that had a bad experience with her, and I I think that they had it out for them. And that's why they did that. I also don't necessarily think that you just come out and fucking file shit without your your boss, Prince William, knowing that you're going to do that. That's the point I was trying to make. Okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. agree on that. Um, I think that that was probably the nail in the coffin. I actually think the docuseries was the nail in the coffin. Oh, yeah. um, I don't think they're going to go to the coronation, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'll, I'll put money on that. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Am I right? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows is right. Well, we'll keep you posted on that. With that, I got to go to therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the best. All the best. Have fun. Say hi to Uh, to our girl for me. And we'll we'll see you all on Monday. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. 
Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 